What's up, man? Another great week, week three. Uh, very good for the big guy here. Two weeks in a row as a GPP bro to be up is good. Nothing, no huge smashes, but, it, you know, every week that you don't lose your ass at GPPs uh, and that just keeps your bankroll up to, to go smash another one is a great week, so we'll take it two weeks in a row. My dude uh, that's normally always here for me, with me, John Gold JD, definitely uh, won, a, won a ticket to, uh, what, the King of the Beach and uh, did well at GPPs and was at the President's Cup, so that guy's a go-getter. That's why he's, he's passed out drunk. That's why he couldn't be here to break down this Monday night slate with me. So it's just going to be me, but you know what? I'm the founder of the Showdown Hoedown, and I do this shit by myself all the time, you mother father, so don't worry about it. It'll still be good. I know just as much as him. He's just a little bit nicer than me. That's it. That's all. That's all he's got. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. You see that below me, that Twitter handle? Why don't you go give me a follow on Twitter? But more importantly, why don't you go like and subscribe this video if you enjoy it? If you like the cut of my jib, go check it out, right? Go go, go click that little red button that says subscribe because the channel's growing fast as shit and I need all the help and you can't help but notice there's no ads on here because I'm not a fucking poor. So help a man out and just subscribe and we'll call it even. You see my schedule up here? Got the schedule all printed out because this motherfucker does content every single day. I do football and I do golf and I got this big ass schedule above me. Right now you're watching the Monday show. You see how it says Monday uh, right there by 10 a.m.? I might get it up by 9 a.m. if I'm feeling squirrely. We'll have to see how I'm doing. Uh, Tuesday, me and John do the week-long preview uh, for NFL. Wednesday is the emergency stream for golf because golf's awesome. If you don't play it, because it's fall season, F you. Thursday, uh, we do Thursday Night Football. Friday, I do the college football show, which is the most fucking profitable show ever, and no one watches it. The, I don't. People must just hate money or be in a state that doesn't allow it. Uh, Saturday, we do our final thought show, and then Sunday, I do the Sunday Sweat, where you can watch the games live with me, right? Uh, I, we also do a drawing every Saturday on that show, and if you want to be in that drawing, simply just go drop a comment right here. Who is the smash play tomorrow on, or tonight on Monday Night Football? That's it. Who's going to smash tonight? That's all I need to know, right? Uh, you put that down here. I'll get your name up on the wheel. You can also go like and retweet and get on the wheel. All right, let's shut the fuck up and get going, big guy. Here we go. Uh, contest selection tomorrow, man. I will tell you. Talk, you know, me and uh, me and my buddy John Gold. We play. We play pretty high volume, and we, you know, like we play quite a bit of money. Uh, I would say more than the average bear for sure. And you know, we would play. We were playing fifty, hundred, a lot of lineups in these fifteen dollars, man. And it just gets really expensive doing that three times a week. And the payout structure is so big that we really have been thinking. You know, like we try to really preach sustainability with our bankroll and, you know, like not everybody has an endless amount of money to just wait till they bink a big one all the time. Right. So we really want to practice what we're preaching. And part of that is, is not playing in these shit ass contests. I have sworn that I'm not playing in the big $15 all year. I know it looks great for screenshots when you're part of a 40 person train that splits whatever $38,000. That's awesome. It really is. But that's, that's, uh, that's just not something that I want to do. Uh, I don't think it's very sustainable and I don't like it. And I really don't like like risking $3,000 at a time, especially on a piece of shit game like this. So I'm not going to do it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you some things I do. I like to usually pick one or two narratives that I really like, and then I go build my set of lineups around that. We're going to talk more about how to do that in a second. Um, and the big one, you know, like I, I love the 20 maxes. I would give anything if they would do like a $100 20 max or a $20 20 max. But right now they have the $3 20 max, the $1 20 max. Uh, you know, you can always go throw it in the $5. You can go do 20 in the this $5 contest down here. They're all just so much better. The payout structures are so much better. It's such a realistic chance of hitting it. And what I like to do is I like to build around that one narrative. And if I have a narrative, like let's say tonight my, my narrative is the Giants are going to blow out the Cowboys. That's not going to be a very comative narrative, right? My narrative is usually a counter narrative to what everybody else is projecting, right? So if I want to go with that, well, some people say, well, just go do a single entry, right? Well, the problem is whenever you're projecting the Giants blowing out the Cowboys, there is a 
a good combination of probably eight to nine plays that could very likely do well in that kind of in that kind of narrative, right? So I want to make sure that I can mix and match that. So I find myself uh, really enjoying that twenty max range. Um, the price, you know, like the the problem is there's no great twenty maxes if you want to play at a higher level. Uh, so maybe you go do the the three dollar, the one dollar, throw your favorite ones. You know, you, this thirty three dollars not bad either. Um, problem is is it's a one fifty max, so the big boys can still get in there for max, but it's still a lot better than the big fifteen dollar, right? Um, those are some good ones to check out. You can never go wrong with any of the single entries. Um, so that, that's my advice to you there, right? Um, stay away from that big $15. It's not very sustainable. I know you all want to chase the dreams, but like, I'm telling you, you know, what's more fun than fucking thinking you're going to hit a million dollars. It's just like actually hitting 25,000. <laughs> that's way more fun. I'm just going to let you know. It's a guy that's done it a few times. Um, it's way more fun to actually hit good prizes than dream about hitting big ones. I'm just going to tell you. There you go. That's it for contest selection. Let's get over to it, right? These, this is Run the Sims, right? If you don't know, Run the Sims is the best tool-assisted uh, site out there. Um, basically, you can go input everything you want. We have the generic inputs in there right now, but the great thing about the site is if you think this game's going to play out a, di a different pace, a different score, whatever you think it's going to be, different guys are going to get more usage. You go cha change those numbers, and it will spit out how often those players turn up in the simulations. Uh, it, I, I honestly don't know how you can do Showdown and not use uh, this site. If you're interested in it, they have a 20% off code, DGEN75, D-E-G-E-N-75. A lot of people have signed up. Not one person has not uh, not renewed. It's fucking awesome. So here is the slate for tomorrow, right? If you don't know, it's a really, really crappy total, right? It's a, we got a 39.5 point over under uh, and a one-point line. Giants are slightly favored, right? Um, and so because of that, I think you're going to get a lot of the same narratives that you got. Uh, what was that on the Thursday night game, the boring ass game that that was, but that actually ended up being a little bit more shootouty than people were thinking. Right. And I played the counter narrative and did really well in that one. Right. Uh, I did a lot of Deontay Johnson. Problem is, is I didn't have enough David Njoku. I had him, just not in the fucking captain spot. So uh, it was good, and I had the counter narrative that it wasn't going to be, oh, the wind's blowing. You can't, they can't pass in the wind. They're just professional athletes. Get the fuck out of here with your stupid narratives. Um, and so this week, I, I think a lot of people are expecting a, bore, a, a slow, boring slog of a game again. So, you know, I, I'm going to be looking for a narrative that not everybody's going to play. I think a lot, of, I think kickers and defenses are going to be very popular tomorrow. Uh, both the quarterbacks are priced under 10,000, which typically makes them pretty popular. But I got takes. I got my own opinion, right? You run with your own. I can already tell you my narrative is going to be this. And me and John actually consulted on this before he passed out drunk. And it's that uh, I, 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 we're betting Cooper Rush is probably not going to be as efficient as he was in his opening game, right? Everybody said, you got to play the Bengals defense against Cooper Rush. He's the backup. Well, I mean, the problem with that is, like, the Cowboys know they got a backup, and they're going to protect him and not have him just back there gunslinging 58 times a game, right? They're going to put him in situations where he's not going to get in too much trouble. However, if the Cowboys do get behind, I really think that Cooper Rush is a quarterback that, like, you know, could show his ass a little bit. So I actually am kind of enjoying the narrative of give me a big giant stack. You know, like I, I think Daniel Jones is due for a breakout. I refuse to believe he sucks this bad. As you can see, he is one of the highest leverage players on the on the uh, the the chart. He's uh, actually coming in at almost seventy percent of the leverage lineups. Uh, he'll be in the optimals. There's no way his ownership will be seventy percent tomorrow. Uh, you know, we'll get we'll get some ownership up. By the way, it's like midnight right now. So really, I should say tonight. Uh, it's just I'm, no way I'm waking up bright and early in the morning or recording this. So I'm doing it late Sunday night. If you wonder why I keep saying tomorrow like a dumbass. Uh, and so. Uh, Daniel Jones, I, I'm a big believer he's going to bounce back. The nice thing that Daniel Jones gets you is he has so much more rushing upside than Cooper Rush. 
What? You're thinking about the irony of that? Anyways, um, so I'm real big on a giant stack tomorrow. Saquon uh, is bounce back city, right? Uh, Daniel Jones. Cooper Rush is uh, – actually still a viable play even if I think the Cowboys are going to suck and they're going to get blown out maybe there is a way that he still backdoors 225 yards and two garbage touchdowns or something like that right still works its way into an optimal the one thing if you don't know that's a really big plus is it appears as though our boy Michael Gallup is back he is priced more than fairly at 7400 right that's the ultimate you know is he going to make the Dallas Cowboys offense better if you think that Gallup coming back at I would guess he's going to be limited I haven't read anything that he is but he's definitely back he's practicing in full uh we're also going to need to monitor uh Schultz Dalton Schultz the tight end if either of those guys are out I think that really bumps up the usage for the Cowboys and makes their pass catchers uh more appealing right If you really think that Dalton Dalton Schultz is going to be back and Gallup's going to be back and they're both going to get involved in this passing game, right? you got to ask yourself, who's getting squeezed here? Because Pollard or Elliott's got to get squeezed. There's just not enough. With Cooper Rush as your quarterback and a 20-point team implied total, all those mouths can't be fed, right? They can't all be fed. CeeDee Lamb, um, Tony Pollard, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, they can't all get fed. Matter of fact, I would make the argument at best two of them can get fed. Right? Maybe if Dak was there, you know, maybe three or four of them can eat. But uh, for five guys to eat with Cooper Rush as your quarterback with a 20-point total, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It's not going to happen. So what I will be doing is the Cowboys especially are overpriced. Right, These Cowboys are way overpriced. Pollard, Elliott are overpriced. Gallup is overpriced relative to us not knowing his comeback status. CeeDee Lamb has not looked great this season. It's I, He's going to have a hard time paying off a $10,000 price tag. Right, So to me... I, it would seem like the logical play, and crazy enough, I think it'll actually be the pivot because I think people will like Cowboys more in this game than they'll like Giants. Um, and so because of that, I, you know, I think that you can start out a lineup with Jones and Barkley, and then they have so many great values. Uh, they're pass catchers. There's so many values that they're you – know, you just got to get the right one. Sterling Shepard would appear to be the obvious one, but I'm just telling you, as a, as a, as a Sooner fan, Sterling Shepard just never gets it done. I would think a guy like Richie James or something um, – is probably, uh, you know, David Sills is even somebody who's getting some targets. Those are the kind of guys I'm targeting. I think you could easily run five Giants. Go run their kicker, their defense, Saquon Jones, and whatever receiver you like, and then run it back with one Cowboy that gets there. And I don't think a 5-1 build is going to be common at all. Maybe a 5-1 Dallas to Giants, but I don't think many people are going to be running a 5-1 Giants stack. So that's just something to consider. That's the kind of strategies I'm considering to get different, right? Um, you know, I w- what I won't be doing is running, you know, two kickers against each other in this game because I very rarely do they get there uh, in the same game. And if I'm playing the Giants are going to blow them out, you're probably not going to want to play Dallas's kicker because if they're behind, they're not going to be settling for field goals. By the way, this is my fucking narrative. You make your own, right? If you came here for picks, new guy, wrong channel. I don't give them. I ain't a fucking tout. But what I will tell you is I don't play two kickers together, and I also don't play two defenses together. I don't care how much of a slog I think this game's going to be. I'm not going to do it because NFL, like both defenses rarely, rarely get there. Um, you know, Maybe in a game with really bad weather and truly anemic offenses, but with this many stars in the game on both sides of the ball, there's going to be some points scored, uh, and I honestly think that the Cowboys will be relatively conservative until they get behind. And so I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't love both defenses, so. Uh, that, that's, that's where I'm at. Not, not playing both defenses in the same lineup, not playing both kickers in the same lineup. And uh, the other big take is I'm definitely not afraid to stack Jones and Barkley together. I think it's a very, very easy world that they both get there. 
What I will tell you is if you're trying to get cute stacking Pollard and Elliott together, I think it's a fool's errand. I think, I think you're being a dumbass. Uh, can two running backs get there? Yes. Can two running backs that are that good get there? Yes. Can two running backs that are that good get there uh, in a, if they're in a script that they're ahead? Yes. But can two running backs that are that price both get there? I don't know, man. It's really hard. Like You're almost needing both of them to get a touchdown and both of them to get around 100 combined yards and a couple catches to pay off those price tags for a showdown lineup. So I, I, I think with Zeke or Tony, I honestly could make a pretty good argument to play neither of them. But if you're going to play one, I, if you're going to play one, I would only play one. I would not play them together and try to get cute that way. That, that, that's just a way uh, to, uh, that I think you're going to hurt yourself, right? Uh Noah Brown is way overpriced at 6,800, uh, but you got to wonder why is he still showing up in the optimal 33% of the time? I think that we are assuming that Michael Gallup is not going to get a huge target share on his first game back, right? He's going to go out there. He's going to run some routes. He might get three targets the whole game. Uh, and if that's the case, I think people are going to forget about Noah Brown, right? So if I see something that, you know, that we get official word that Michael Gallup's going to be limited to X amount of plays or in some weird world where you know, Schultz is out or something like that. Anything that gives a little bit more usage to the passing game. I think Noah Brown could be a really sneaky run back for the Cowboys. Um, you know, maybe a Cooper rush and Noah Brown get there, right? That would be a sick run back with four giants. That's the kind of unique thinking you got to do. If you're trying, if you're playing in these contests with over a hundred thousand people, right? You're going to have to have some weird combination like that. Um, because most people are going to run out your basic, you know, run of the mill lineup tomorrow. They're going to go put in an optimizer and say, "Oh, that's the best lineup. That's what I'll play." Like literally, like you'll see some weeks where like there's like a train of 340 people sharing the exact same lineup. I think I saw it on Twitter that 1,300 people had the exact same lineup on uh, Thursday night, and then that touchdown at the end fucked them or something like that. I, I don't remember. It was funny though. Um, maybe. Yeah, it was something like that. So uh, there you go. That that would be my big takeaway. Uh, if you want some uh, really sneaky guys to play, I think the sneaky guys to play in this game, I, it, it's simple. It's just it's just New York Giants pass catchers. Who's that going to be, right? Uh, you know, I I think Sterling Shepard is going to be lower owned at seventy six hundred. Uh, I, I just don't think there's any way he will be above 40% ownership. And if he's really going to show up in the generic optimals 47% of the time, well, then that becomes a real, you know, a real play to consider, right? But if you really want to get sneaky, go find the Giants that you think could catch some passes, right? Uh, I, I would say that probably the most likely candidate, just looking at our generic things here, would be Tanner Hudson showing up at 15% in the optimals. That $1,600 price tag helps a lot, right? David Seals at 5000 No one's going to play David Seals at 5000 because he's not a $5,000 receiver. But all he needs is three catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown, and he gets there, and he's probably in the GPP winning lineup, uh, and he'll probably be – I can't imagine he'll be more than 5% owned, right? Uh, you know, maybe uh, Bellinger, he's showing a little bit. I think that's getting a little too cute there, especially at that price tag. I feel like Bellinger should be 2400 not 4400 But to me, that's that's the real that's the real key to winning this, finding which Giants pass catcher to stack with, with Jones. Um, you know, may, maybe Jones can just get there, Jones and Barkley, the kicker and the defense, and then run, back, run it back with two Cowboys. But I think he's probably going to need to get one pass catcher there, right? He's going to need to throw at least one touchdown. He's going to need to get those yards to somebody. So, you know, go with your one pass catcher. And I think that all of the Giants pass catchers are going to come in criminally underowned. I don't think I could run two of them. I don't think Daniel Jones is the kind of guy that can get two guys there, uh, two pass catchers there. Maybe a Shepard and a tight end, but all these guys that are you know five thousand or more, I, Daniel Jones just doesn't pass enough. He's not enough volume uh, to probably get two guys there. So just be aware of that when you're making your lineup. Uh, I, I I would think that a Daniel Jones and one receiver. 
uh, if you're going to go with that, then maybe start looking at a kicker or a defense for that next spot because the chance I, there's a good chance that a kicker or a defense for the Giants or the or the Cowboys, whatever side of the ball you're playing, is going to outscore Daniel Jones' second receiving option you throw in there, right? Uh, that, that that's just the stats. I can't imagine Daniel Jones is going to have 320 yards and three touchdowns. If he does, more than one pass catcher will get there, but I fucking doubt it. Uh, I think this game's going to be a bit slow, but I think that there's also it's going to be more score heavy than people think, right? I think uh, you're going to see a you're just going to see some big plays and uh, big plays, but still a relatively low score uh, in the game. I think it will stay right around the 40 point total, but at the same time, I think that fantasy scoring will be higher than people are anticipating. Um, I'm I'm really just going to chase the giant side of this. That's me. That's my narrative. You make your own fucking narrative because remember something, new guy. I don't give a shit who you play. All I ask is that you be smart in the contest you pick. You understand the guys that you're playing and you make sure that they fit a narrative. And most of all, anybody you play, you play them enough so that you have leverage on them, right? If Saquon Barkley is going to be you know, 50% owned tomorrow and you're playing him in 50% of your lineups, really, you don't have any leverage on him. I would encourage you, if you're going to play a guy, to make a point to be... F- pretty significantly overweight on him, right? Uh, So then if he does hit, you get there more than the rest of the field. That's how you want to be thinking, right? Uh, Once again, go check out uh, this uh, Run the Sims. DGEN75 is the code. D-E-G-E-N-75. If you really, really like the cut of my jib, come over to the Discord. We're almost 300 members deep. uh, And over there, me and John do exclusive content for all of them, way more than we do here. This is just the generic overview of the game to help you learn a little bit about this from somebody who does this shit uh, kind of for a living. So there you go. That is the Showdown Hoedown. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you come check out uh, some of my other shows. We'll be here all week. We'll definitely be back uh, Tuesday for the week-long preview. Good luck tonight. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter if you ever have questions. I try not to big dog anybody. Kick some ass tomorrow. I hope you enjoy my outro, you mother father. (laughs) 